Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to All Stock Trades. All right, guys. So I'm going to take a pause um, every now and then. I'm going to sip my soup. I made some nice chicken broth here because I'm not feeling well. So I want to talk to you guys about uh, some uh, ideas that I've been having and just doing further due diligence. Some of you may already know this, but uh, we're going to go ahead and um, just in case for folks that haven't thought about this. So I was watching a video of uh, Vivek, um, not Vivek Faraswamy, the other Vivek, the CEO, former CEO of uh, Clover Health here. And um, interestingly, he was asked a question saying, you know, why did you, did you decide to do a health insurance company? You know, why not just go ahead and, you know, create a SaaS-like business to issue out your Clover Assistant? Um, and, you know, their, their answer was actually informative, and it just makes sense. And me being on the insides of the healthcare field, I understand how doctors are overworked. We're not going to go ahead and add, a, add another step to our already crazy schedule that society um, expects us to act on with a high degree. And again, you know, it, you know, that's, um, you know, we have a saying in the operating room, you know, operating is a privilege. It's not a right, right? Every surgeon knows this operating is a privilege. It's not a right. So, um, you know, doctors are just full of just responsibilities that they have to do. So adding one thing to it is just not going to happen. Number two, I don't think Clover could do a SaaS business right now because if you were, let's say, a insurance company, and this is even bef before Clover Health became an insurance company, there's not a lot of, you know, you're not going to get the full clinical picture of the patient. Like, let's say, for example, Humana is their insurer, and then Clover Health wants to give its Clover assistant to Humana. The problem is Humane is not going to give all the data to Clover Health. You know, and that's before they even were insurance company, let alone now they're an insurance company. They're like a direct competitor. They sure as hell not going to give the information to Clover Health, right? Because they're competitors. Which is why Clover did the most hardest thing, which is we're going to go ahead and we have to swallow the pill to create an insurance company in order to leverage our software. Okay. So I'm starting to understand why Andrew Toy is not pushing for SaaS. Now, I'm sure people would love to use it, but, but I don't think it's going to work. I think the data is just going to be fragmented because they're not going to get the full clinical picture because I want you to think of something really good here. I want you to think of something. I need you to put this together in your head. Clover Health pays for everything. They pay for the physician visit. They pay for the drugs. They pay for everything. So they know exactly what's happening to the patient. They are paying for him or her, right? They're paying for the patient. They know exactly the ins and outs of the data. They got all that data because they are the health insurer. Do you think that if they were a SaaS-like business, do you think they would be getting that type of data? I think not, right? So where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Well, Vivek, 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 I'm terrible with pronunciation of names. Uh, thank you, by the way. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a lot better. This, the soup I made, 
um, is actually really healthy. It's uh, actually added a little tint of habanero to kind of like help with my throat. So it's uh, it, it's uh, I'm doing I'm doing better. In fact, speaking of that, just give me a moment. Let me zip on this soup here. I'm gonna make sure you guys hear it. One of those channels, you know, the food channel. Just kidding. Hold on. Oh man, that's that tastes so good. Okay, so where do we go from here? Okay. Well, Vivek said that the next level is that we need to convince physicians that our insurance product is superior than that of the incumbents. We need to convince the doctors this. Not only are we able to pay doctors more for using the product, which is not illegal, which what you would think on an Hindenburg report, that's not illegal. You can do that. It's they're doing extra work and you're they're you know you're they're they can charge their time, you know, your extra compensation. But what's gonna end up happening is if you haven't realized, and I've told you this, the the the, the papers that they published for the chronic kidney disease, for the type 2 diabetes, for the prescription uh notification, these papers were not written for investors. These papers weren't written for you guys. They were written for the doctors that are taking care of the patients. You see, doctors are data-driven. We use up-to-date. We essentially need to be data-driven in order to stay up-to-date because we want our healthcare outcomes to be the best. Right? So what's going to end up happening now in the next phase of Clover Health is they're going to be communicating with the physician and see and, and saying, listen, by doing and using the Clover Assistant, your patients are healthier. They're on diabetes medications. You were able to diagnose them earlier. And on top of that, if they didn't take their diabetes medication, you're going to know that they didn't take it and they're going to get a lot better. By being able to be flexible literally within six months. I mean, they got this data in April and the sentiment, everyone was happy. Then a couple months went by, nothing's changed. And now everyone's sentiment's garbage, right? And interestingly, these physicians are going to understand this. And what they're going to be doing is a patient's going to be talking to the doctor, and they're going to say, hey, doc, there's a lot of Medicare Advantage insurances, traditional Medicare. I need to know which one is right for me. Now, obviously, as so, the first rule of a doctor is do no harm. Okay. Reinstating this, if the doctor understands that an insurance like Clover Health could diagnose the patient earlier, make sure the patient slows down his or hers chronic kidney disease and is able to get notified when the patient is not taking their meds. Then overall, the physician, especially since the physician is going to be making more money, 
they are going to be highly incentivized to advocate for Clover. It's going to spread by the word of mouth. Now we need to see this on numbers. The numbers are going to have to show us this. We're, we're going we're gonna to have to see this on the lives under management for the insurance side. But overall, they just published these papers. These papers are statistically significant. Now, again, they need to be, you know, reproducible. The problem is in an ideal world, that's what you would do, but you can't do that in the business realm because of incumbents. So that's one topic I wanted to talk about. The second topic is Cigna, and I may get the numbers, I may be off by the numbers here, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's deciding to sell its insurance plan at a very cheap cost uh, of around $3.3 billion. One of our members was asking why. And what I, I'm going to do in this next couple of minutes is try to explain why I think uh, they're selling backed up with some articles I was reading, et cetera, et cetera. So we know that in the coming years, the government is becoming very strict on Medicare spending. It is a pendulum and it could change any minute now. But overall, the government, especially with their star ratings, it's becoming very difficult for insurance companies to make a profit off of patients. Now, that's good to hear, but it's not good for the incumbents, which have for far too long made a lot of money off of patients. Uh, and now, you know, the tide is changing. Historically, Cigna believes that the long-term target for profit margins for M Medicare Advantage is around 4 to 5%, which is uh, pretty, pretty low, if you ask me, which explains why Humana and United Healthcare stock has been going down, especially United Healthcare stating that their medical cost ratio increased by 2 to 3 basis points. Right, two two to three percentage points. Okay. So um let me get one more here. And the star ratings for the re reimbursements are leading to decrease in ratings for Medicare Advantage business plans in 2024, which we all know about, given that we were downgraded as well. So given this. Based on the article from Reuters, the Medicare Advantage side for Cigna generated 4.4% of the company's $179.4 billion in revenue, which is equivalent to $7.89 billion for the Medicare Advantage side, simply taking 4.4% with a total revenue. They have approximately 3.6 million members which means that they are making on revenue $2,191 per per patient. So if you take 3.6 million times 2,191, you should get $7.89 billion, which is 4.4% of the total $179 billion of the revenue 
that Cigna, that Cigna has. So I hope the math is tracking for you. May have to replay it a couple times if you, you know. So now let's apply it to Clover. If we take this ratio and apply it to Medicare Advantage side for Clover Health, they're currently sitting at 81,275 members from their most recent earnings report of Q3 of 2023. And if you were to multiply that by Cigna's revenue spend per their 3.6 million patients, you would get an expected revenue of $178 million. Now, you may be scratching your head because me and you both know that Clover's insurance side is not $178 million. In fact, it is $1.23 billion, which means that Clover's revenue per patient basis exceeds that of Cigna by 6.9x, almost 7x, which means that Clover uh, is, is able to generate more revenue per patient than that of Cigna. Specifically, they can generate $15,133 in revenue. Now, given this, we can explain, I mean, I can synthesize and answer why Clover patients spend more money because they have more chronic disease. Like what Andrew Toy said, that they represent a pop, they serve a population that are considered high utilizers of the Medicare Advantage side, high utilizers of healthcare. To the point that a lot of Humana's and incumbents out there don't want to touch these folks because these folks are expensive. Okay. So this essentially means that they're just utilizing the healthcare more than that of Cigna patients. But interestingly, given that the utilization is a lot higher, you would expect their MCR to be a lot higher as well, which we ultimately have seen when the MCRs for their insurance side was actually in the 100% region. However, interestingly, this year, their MCR is expected to be anywhere between 81 to 82% on their insurance side, signifying that the Clover assistance somehow, especially in a high utilizing patient that has multiple chronic diseases, that lives in a low socioeconomic status area, that has been historically marginalized, somehow they're still able to generate a profit off of that patient, given that they're high utilizers. So if we were to now scale this, and let's before we do that, let's go back to Cigna real quick. So they're selling their $7.89 billion revenue-generating Medicare Advantage business for $3.3 billion, which means that the price to sales, if you calculate that, is 0.42. If we apply the same price to sales for Clover Health, at a $1.23 billion on the insurance side, you get a $516 million market cap. Clover, for folks that are interested, is currently sitting at an approximately $486.14 million market cap. So we've already talked the, about the MCRs. So now let's go ahead and let's do some math on 
Clover and imagine if they had 3.6 million members. So you get the drift of what I mean by they're able to capture more revenue per patient. So let's assume, and these are really high utilizing patients. Like if Cigna had these patients, they would, they would be in the negative, right? You already see Humana in the negative on the Medicare Advantage side. So assume that Clover had 3.6 million members. If we were to take 3.6 million multiplied by the 15,133 that they get per patient, you would get a total revenue for Clover of $54 billion. You apply the same price to sales ratio of 0.42, you get a market cap of $22.68 billion. So it's around $44 stock price. Now, given that data is messy and life is messy, you can apply an 80% margin of safety, which is a pretty huge, huge margin of safety, bigger than that of what VC firms do, which is typically around 45 to 60%. You do this and you get an approximate market cap of $4.5 billion, which is around an $8 to $9 price target, which is what we did, if you don't recall, in our um, couple of intrinsic value calculations on the, on, the, on the way back we had. So overall, ladies and gentlemen, tying everything together, I think that Clover needs to grow their insurance side, which hopefully, as physicians realize the product is superior, given that their patients are a lot healthier, their reimbursements are going to be more, and that the relationship that Clover is pretty much having with the, their physicians, it is very clear that if I was a primary care doctor in a rural area, and let's say New Jersey, and I have a United Healthcare's patient or a Humana patient, or a Clover Health patient, if my patients are healthier and it's backed up by data from Clover Health, and I see that my patients are healthier, and I get paid more per patient because I use Clover Health, then obviously I'm going to be biased for Clover Health. Now, that seems like a conflict of interest. But again, this is life. It's not black or white. In fact, I did a family medicine rotation and the doctor I was working with, amazing doctor. I'm not going to say his name because I'm going to be doing criticism on this person. Amazing physician. He specifically said that he does not like to take patients that are on access. Access is a Medicaid, Medicare um, uh, type of insurance that people that don't have money tend to. Uh, use. And his reasoning was uh, they don't reimburse a lot and those patients are always looking for a lawsuit. Now, I think that's a little racist and I didn't agree with that, which is one of the main reasons why I like academics because academics forces the doctor to take in whatever patient. Because if you don't, that's illegal. The point of I'm sharing with you this experience is to show you that doctors are biased. They're not gods. They're humans. They like to make money. Some more than others. There are good apples and bad apples. But Clover, given that they're incentivizing the patient by paying them to use their product, 
And given that they already know what the physician is ordering because they are the health insurer, I think this takes some time to play out. And I believe that this is a hidden gem and it just needs some time to play out. And they they need to they they needed to go in a because because the problem with Clover is and I feel really bad for them, is for for like many, many years. There have been a lot of unprofitable companies that enter the stock market. And that was just a way for them to raise money. Okay? That was just a way for them to raise money. And and now, oh, as soon as they come in, they get hit with COVID. And then and, and then on top of that, guys, they 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 um go in and 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 uh um you know, have this change in market dynamics where it's about profitability over um, uh, growth, which is different. And now it's more about profitable growth. So they need to, because they can't just drop out. They can't just say, okay, we're, we're dropping a, a, you know, ACO today. They got to wait till the cycle comes out, which, you know, again, it sucks, but that, that's just how it is. There's regulatory stuff on how much revenue, they, how much money they need, they need to have in their bank account, right? So there's a lot of regulation, which is good. I mean, it really, really, you have to be very, very uh, uh, conservative when you run a healthcare insurance company, and you know, they're getting better at that. But ultimately now, what they're going to be doing is they're going to be growing at a profitable rate, at a sustainable rate where any profits that they have on the, income, on the net income side will be used most likely, I anticipate, in 2026, maybe 2025, to offset their reintegration. I think they are going to reintegrate back into ACO. And I think they're going to wait until the guy, I'm going to just say the Greek guy, until that Greek guy is on the inside to do some changes, if you know what I mean, lobbying changes. And once that happens, I think uh, we're going to see some... some, some uh, um, some changes. You you might ask yourself, okay, well, the stock is terrible right now. Well, I'm actually happy because Chamath, and I'll make a video about that, and I'll title it, Why Chamath is Salty. He's salty because the stock price now is literally being sold at book value levels. Because if you look at Cigna, they're selling their Medicare Advantage at a pretty pretty good discount if you ask me and the whole stock market is evaluating medicare advantage companies and beyond at that level which is actually pretty good which means that folks that have taken advantage and buying the dip like myself are ultimately going to be rewarded and i think uh risk on will happen uh once we go ahead and cut um, in terms of um, me live streaming the FOMC meeting, uh, we're going to give our insights on the stock terminal, but there really is no need to waste everyone's time. They're not going to cut, and they're most likely going to say we're going to wait until May to cut, or they're going to wait until they get more data. Uh, if they say they are going to cut in March, they're going to risk that inflationary pressures because the stock market's going to go clablooey. But I think they might push out until May. The stock market is going to dip in February. 
And the second half of 2024, like we said, from our presidential cycle analysis is going to be positive. So, you know, I think that's how the year is going to play out. So I'm not really too, um, you know, it's not, it's not going to add a lot of value value. I think this video, if for folks that are still listening, you know, you guys are true troopers. So any for any who guys, um, I hope that was helpful. Uh, take advantage of, um, our platform in the link down below our coupon code ends today for $800 off and then prices will go back to normal. Uh, thank you for everyone who's joined. Uh, we're going to go ahead and, uh, really, um, you know, take you from zero to hero. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's always a privilege and honor. I'm going to go and finish my soup and I'll see you on the next one.